0: Welcome to the March or Die podcast. Glad to have you with me today. My name is Jeremy Stalnicker, and I am looking forward to a great conversation. Today's guest, Thomas Cronin, is not only a friend, but a jiu-jitsu world champion. Very excited to have him on, and uh, we've got a great conversation for you in just a minute. But before we jump into that, I want to remind you, as I do, every opportunity that I get If you are listening to the podcast version of this, that is, you're not watching it on YouTube. I need to make sure we're clear. You're not watching it on YouTube. You're listening to the podcast. Thank you for doing that. Go ahead and make sure that you subscribe to this show on whatever platform it is that you're listening from, and uh, I think we're on just about every podcast streaming platform there is, but uh, wherever you are, go ahead and make sure you subscribe so you know when new episodes come online. That would be great. If you're watching on YouTube, please take a minute, subscribe to the channel. You can hit the notification bell. That lets you know when more content comes online. If you'd like to leave a comment or ask a question, do that as well. Share this out. That would be wonderful. I do this show for one reason. Uh, I love having great conversations. And if you go back in our archive, uh, about 27 shows now, A lot of them aren't conversations. They're me sharing principles because I try to do one thing. I try to communicate that in life, there will be seasons of difficulty, there will be battles, there will be challenges, there will be things that have to be overcome. Uh, That's life. But when those things happen, you are then faced with the decision will you march or will you die? Will you march, putting one foot in front of the other, continuing to move forward in spite of whatever it is you're facing? Will you keep going, or will you die? I've explained this many times. You can go back and listen to whole episodes just on this concept of death. But death is not uh, always physical. In fact, so often it's not. Uh, I know there are people that give up, and that means there's a physical death. But when I talk about death, I'm speaking more in the relational and emotional and spiritual sense. People who hit the wall, they encounter the obstacles, they deal with the difficulties, and they decide it would be easier just to give up. They're breathing, they're existing, but they're not really moving forward. When you hit those obstacles in your life, you only have two choices. Will you march or will you die? You get to decide that. And every week, I do my best to bring you principles for moving forward. And I hope that's a help to you. Uh, That's the reason I do this show. If it is helpful, send it out to someone else. You know someone that this could help as well. Today's guest, as I mentioned, Thomas Cronin. Tom is uh, a lot of things. He's had an incredible career, uh, an amazing person. I'm thankful to call him my friend. Uh, He is the owner of Carlson Gracie Temecula, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu academy here in Temecula. In fact, uh, our office and the the gym are very, uh, they're connected in the same building, uh, which is awesome. It hasn't always been that way, but we worked some things out. (laughs) Now it is Uh, a lot of folks here train next door as well and uh, man w- what a wonderful uh, opportunity we have to do that under a professional like him tom uh, is very accomplished in his own jiu-jitsu career uh multiple time world champion in jiu-jitsu both gi and no gi for those of you that do train jiu-jitsu Uh, has helped uh, the Carlson Gracie brand really nationally and internationally as other Carlson Gracie uh, facilities have come online. And Tom's been a big part of that. And, uh, man, very thankful for his influence in the jiu-jitsu world. Um, But beyond that, uh, he has trained champions. And this is something we talked about in the interview. Um, He's trained champions. And and when you look at someone, when you evaluate someone, um, step back (laughs) And don't only look at their own accomplishments, but look at what they've helped other people do. Tom is one of those who has helped other people become champions in their own right, whether it's in jiu-jitsu. Many jiu-jitsu champions have come out of Carlson Gracie here in Temecula. Um, or in mixed martial arts, as well as in the UFC, Uh, man, just an incredible influence, wonderful practitioner, but someone who really has a hold of principles for moving forward. It's amazing how sport and something like jujitsu can be such a great metaphor for moving forward in life. And uh, we've got a great interview. I hope that you are ready to absorb some incredible lessons from Tom Cronin. Thomas Cronin. Good morning. Thank you for joining me. Absolutely. Appreciate it. It's an honor to have you here. Um, Most of our conversations have been one way, you teaching. (laughs) Me (laughs) talking and me listening. Yeah, me listening and trying to figure out what we need need to do. But um, you have an amazing professional career. You've done some incredible things in your life. And and I think one of the more significant things, or one of the things I look at when I look at people and try to evaluate them, Mm -hmm. is how do they build the people around them? Mm -hmm. So you personally have done some incredible things, but you've also built champions You've trained people to win. You have uh, done that at every level, and you continue to do that, yeah. which means you understand some principles for moving forward. Okay. And this is one of the things we talk about here. Um, so maybe you can give us kind of a run-up of your story. You started jiu a little bit later in life. Yeah. Um, and I know from reading uh, our friend Chuck Ryland's book, mm-hmm. um, you know there were some reasons that you got into jiu yeah. Obstacles that you had to overcome – And then some of the ways that you translate that through teaching to help people understand that.
1: Okay. I I would say that um, in a a very short summary, uh, everything that I did leading up to jiu-jitsu, I I always kind of wanted to train. It was always interesting to me. But it happened at the time in my life when it was supposed to happen, I think. uh, Meaning not as a kid or something Yeah, not as a kid, not even a guy in his 20s. I I always wanted to learn, but there was no jiu-jitsu in Louisiana back in the day. Um, So coming out here, it it just worked out. Uh, When I started training, it was more for myself and for my daughter. Uh, We found something that she liked, I liked, and it was just something we got hooked on right away. What I didn't expect to encounter was caring so much about other people's development, too. Interesting. And uh, because we were in the middle of a, a chaotic uh, situation with uh, that business, um, you know, it was uh, our our master, Carlson, he didn't actually own that business. He was asked to come teach there. And um, that venture didn't work out between the parties involved. We were stuck in the middle. So I kind of got to see early, like, some things that I, I didn't like in the jujitsu culture, you know. There's like um, some bad business decisions that happen. Yeah. There's some narcissism that happens, yeah. which is really ironic to me. And uh, <laughs> I, when the so, whole premise is, it's not about you. Exactly. Yeah. I had this conversation this morning with a student, and I started sharing, like, look, you want to teach, you have to remember when you teach, it's not about you. Right. It's right. about them. Yeah. You know, and if you're not, you're not prepared or realistic about this. Then don't teach. Just yeah. enjoy jujitsu. So yeah. I I enjoyed jujitsu. Um, there were times where I wish that there were people there to help me, and they weren't, and so kind of had to wing it. So i when the people that came into my life that really did help, uh, did I truly appreciated it, and, and to this day, and, and I look at them as mentors forever. Um, so it's just like replicating that and sharing it with other people, and I think. It's not complicated. Like I tell people in jiu-jitsu when you train, it's um, not easy, yeah. but it's often simple. And it's pretty cool how that translates into sure. the way we live life, too. Yeah. Um, when I when I share jiu-jitsu, I, I keep it simple. You know, I, I try to treat people the way I would like to be treated. I don't make it about me. Yeah. I mean, they're literally coming to our academy and paying me. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, how could I make this about me? (laughs) It's about them. So um, first, I I like to let people know that I I actually care, Um, but I'm not going to, like, care more about their jujitsu than they do. You know, they have to meet in the middle, too. You show up great, happy you're here. Let's do it. And uh, you can kind of go overboard with that, too, and, and try to hold... People to the same standards you apply to yourself, and we are always our own worst critic. Yeah. Well, maybe the guy just wants to do a little bit here and there. He doesn't want to like be a full time. Sure. So you got to sure over time develop that happy medium. Um, so yeah, it's it's been it's been a great ride, and and I you know you blink and years just go by, yeah. and, and that's what's happened for us. Like uh, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Treat people right. Do the best you can. Hold yourself to a high standard. Yeah. How could it go wrong? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. Um. You uh, are a great mentor. My, my son trains under you. I train under you as well. Thanks. I train because he trains. My uh-huh. kids train. And, and I've, I've learned from that.
1: And, and I've learned to really enjoy it. But that's why I started. Yeah, but, but I've seen you train. You don't just train for them. You also... I like, train for myself. Well. I see yeah. the like... Eh, <laughs> <yeah."> <laughs> it's there for
0: sure. I got into it because of them. Maybe I should say it that okay, way. Good, but... Good. Um, and, you know, it's... As a parent... Mm-hmm. it's very important to me that my kids are in the right place oh, yeah. and with people that are going to teach them well. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son, Ethan, he's 19. He's getting ready to go into law, into law enforcement. Yeah. Um, he's on track mm-hmm. to do that. And we've been very blessed to have the right men around him, men that can show him how to work hard, how to be men of character, and and you know how to move forward and push forward and mm-hmm. do it in the right way. Um, was that something that you were taught this idea of mentorship, or is it something that you picked up along the way and decided this is what I'm going to do? I'm going to invest in, in people. Um, okay. Well,
1: first, let me say I also look at you as a mentor. Well, I've gone <laughs> to several of your speaking events. I'm sure. like, wow, look at Jeremy. He's, he knows what's up. <laughs> Once you know? in a while. Once in a while. <laughs> He's a great speaker. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I would totally take advice from you on a lot of things. But in terms of um, that resiliency factor, life taught me that, you know, being backed into a corner and having very few options on how you're going to get out of it. Um, put your head down and you go. And, you know, so the next time that happens, you do the same thing and the same thing and, um, always try to stay positive. And, you know, this kind of mathematic formula always worked for me. So I see no reason um, to change it. I, I think if you always hope for the best, prepare for the worst. I know it's cliche, but it's totally true. Yeah. You know, I have faith in my life and I've never questioned it. And um, I've always just, you know, marched forward, like yeah. you say. So yeah. it's, it's. Uh, if it works for so many people, how can it be wrong? Right. This is how I think. And you're, you're very transparent
0: about that, which I appreciate, uh, particularly in, in kind of the fight world. Um, you have had a lot of success, but with success, there's been some times where you weren't successful, mm-hmm. and you've been very honest about that. And I think yeah. that provides an example to people looking up to you that, mm-hmm. you know, this is a difficult road, it's a difficult path, it's and there's ups
1: and downs. There. It's not easy, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, so a lot of people put way too much emphasis on the outcome. I put a, lo- a lot of emphasis on the journey, Yeah. you know, because uh, experience is the best teacher. And there's good experiences and bad ones, but they're all good, yeah. really. Like, I mean, let's be real. In what we're doing as as martial arts, as jiu even people that fight professionally, okay, it's, it's it's serious to them. That's how they put food on the table. It's their livelihood. But it's much different than being, like, a combat veteran. Right. Okay. You know, to me, that's, like, a whole other level an entirely different world. Because of the life and death aspect Absolutely. of it? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, um, So when you you put things in their proper perspective, it's not very complicated, in my opinion, to keep your your focus, you know, on the big picture. And, like, uh, you've elected to go into this uh, activity that's very difficult, very challenging. It's going to make you panic, make you question yourself. It's going to make you, you know, uh, realize you had no idea what you're doing in the first place. (laughs) But the light at the end of the tunnel is you're in a place where you can get an idea, and and you can learn and you can yeah. you can go as far as you want in things yeah. like jiu jitsu um a lot of times we we hold ourselves back and we weigh ourselves down with doubt and you know worrying too much about you know what other people think uh or having uh, too much emphasis on the outcome you know did i get the medal Well, the medal doesn't define you the fact that you went and fought you had an honest chance yeah. to do it. That defines you too. I like to share a little analogy with uh, uh, people. This this experience that I had as a blue belt. Um, I was I was very capable as a blue belt. Um, I went to the IBJJF Adult Worlds and there was 175 people in my division, just wow. my division. 175, okay. wow. And I fought and I fought. Yeah. I fought so many times that day and yeah. I still didn't win in the moment. I was really upset with myself. I was like, ah, you know, I missed this opportunity. But then I I started thinking, like, okay, 175 people, one match happens, half of them are gone. Okay? That's right. And out of 175 people, 174 of them actually lost that day. Right. So you could say... There's one winner and 174 losers, (laughs) right? And then I look back at that division, and and still to this day, I can look at who was in my division. There's some amazing practitioners, you know, uh, like DJ Jackson and Tim Sprigg and all these guys, they were all in my division. Mm -hmm. And they're all, like, well-known in the jiu-jitsu community now. They all lost, too. Yeah, sure, (laughs) sure. So uh, when I say people worry too much about the outcome or, you know, um, what other people think i mean yeah, if if you have a champion mindset you don't let things like that stop you yeah. same thing in life you know like oh i i my electricity got turned off because i f- multitasked too much and i forgot to pay the bill by 5 p.m. does this make me a loser no it means i can do better and the discipline kicks in and you start becoming regimented and um i'm i'm personally guilty of Thinking I can remember everything. Sure. <laughs> and and I, like, I have the same affliction. This, this yeah. or, or that I can do anything. You know? So now I say oh, I can do anything, but I can't do everything. Right, right. Yeah? So, yeah. Um, so I write myself little notes throughout sure. the day. Yeah. Remember to do this, remember to do this. And I, for some reason I can't get my iPhone reminders to work properly. <laughs> Maybe because I'm always teaching, I don't know. But uh, So discipline has a lot to do with our success rate. You know, that's just simple math. Um, faith has a lot to do with my personal success and, uh, resiliency. I think that's like the trifecta, you know, yeah. uh, the formula for just keeping going, even when life throws a lot of things at you, challenges and stuff, but, um, you can overcome just about anything. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I think that enjoying
0: the journey is something I, I've, you know, I'm 44 years old. I'm always trying to come back to learn that again and again mm-hmm. and again. Yeah. And you talk about that a lot in relationship to jiu-jitsu and belt promotions and people mm-hmm. being so wrapped up about the next thing instead of learning where they are and growing through that. Yeah, And I know that something is very important to you. I've heard you talk about it several times,
1: but I think it's all part of that. Enjoy the journey. Man. Hopefully this is a lifetime for you, not just an event. It, and it's, it's hard for people that don't have a lot of uh, mat time To know what that means, you know, when they're brand new and they're excited and they're wide-eyed. We've all been that guy. Sure, sure. You know, when I first started training, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do MMA, I'm going to do all this stuff, sky's the limit, and I'm 33, and I still feel good. I beat up 20-year-olds. Well, the more we learn, the more we become exposed to it, you know, the more we realize, like, our our field of vision expands. Like, wow, this is a lot bigger than I originally thought. Um, and yeah. so you yeah. kind of fall in love with different things along the way, and maybe your goals change a little bit. Um, and one thing that I've gained uh, as far as perspective goes is um, I can see a brand new student come in and they're super excited, and they're going to be like there every day, yeah. maybe twice a day, yeah. all week. <laughs> and so I, I pull them aside and I say, Well, what's your goal? You know, yep. some of them say, want to be the best in the world, Okay, well, right now you want to be the best in the world, but you don't actually know what that is. Right. What does that mean? Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> How about you be the best you can be, right? Um, you're coming, you're learning, you're doing good. You keep at this pace, you're going to break your body, okay? And uh, you, you might have family members that are going to really miss you. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and you're not- Because busy. you're gone all the time. All the time, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, it's Everybody has different goals, but what I like the most about our academy is- no matter who you are, it, it, what your aspirations are, we have that for you. You know, It's not like we're a, a competition-only school or a self-defense-only school or an MMA school. We have all kinds of people, yeah. and they find what they need there, which is really good training, mm-hmm. people who know what they're doing, and people who care about your development. Yeah. So um, I try to tell people, slow down a little bit yeah. because jiu-jitsu in and of itself is not about – you know going fast and you know hard all the time you know like yep. we always make better decisions when we're not in a state of panic or anxiety yeah this is life yeah okay and if you can learn how to control your emotions first then you can um, you know help control the the situation and so i tell people look inward you know uh don't worry about your goals so much you know keep coming keep training yeah. learn acquire these attributes. Your goals may fluctuate a little bit, but just know that when we're watching you as students, the instructors can see you're getting better even though you might not be as good as you want to be. None of us ever get as good as fast as we want to be. Nobody does you know, nobody walks in. It's like, wow, I just totally mentioned <laughs> that in two weeks yeah. and I didn't think I was going to, but <laughs> so. some 12 year old girl
0: going to crush you later because <laughs> yeah. that's jujitsu. This is the
1: entertaining part of it. You yeah. Know? Like, um, so I, I don't know. It's, it's truly amazing. Uh, you know, for those of you that don't train, you really want to experiment with, um, how life can humble you in a, in a yeah. safe environment. Um, For an hour, go to jiu-jitsu, and and you'll discover a lot about yourself.
0: I think principally, um, you know, one of the lessons that jiu-jitsu teaches is you have to decide before things get hard Mm -hmm. whether or not you're going to continue. Totally. If you're trying to figure it out, you're not going to make it.
1: Yeah, and even in the moment, like you and I are rolling, one of us gets a a good setup on a takedown, and you you keep fighting it, you know, that could be a bad decision. Mm -hmm. You know, you can get hurt or... You know, you go with it and you move the fight elsewhere. And like this is very symbolic. It's like a way to deal with life. Yeah, that's life. It is life, you know, like you could be hard-headed and ego-driven and you don't want to accept things almost to the point of being naive or you can go with it and make the best of it. And I like the latter. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's a huge, huge piece of resiliency in just life. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to keep going regardless. Absolutely. Get up again. Get up again and again. And why? What's the alternative? Stay down. What's the alternative? Right. You die.
0: Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so that's
1: it. And a lot of people. I talk about this a lot. A lot of people do. Um,
0: you know, we call this "March or Die." Mm-hmm. And death is is often not physical. It's emotional. Yeah. It's relational. It's spiritual. It's just, you know, I just. You see it in I'm people. not going to do
1: this anymore. Yeah, you see people give yeah. up in life. It's, it's they're sad. existing, but they have given up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, I noticed when I was young. Like, uh, early teens, you know, I started doing, like, construction and carpentry and just blue-collar types of things. And uh, all of my mentors, they were all, like, you know, a bunch of old country folk that just worked really hard in their life. And they were, like, the kind of people that they're going to work until the day they die. And I literally saw this. Like, the ones that retired and took the easy road, man, within a year or two, they were gone. They didn't make it, yeah. Yeah, they were were over. They were, like, I lived my purpose (laughs) I give up on myself. Health just goes. Uh, Sad and amazing at the same time. So I I think I'm one of those guys I'm just going to work forever. (laughs) Until I go. (laughs) Just walk in the gym one day. And And my dad's that way too. He's he's always, you know, he's he's got a lot of health problems that he's had to fight through, but he's always in his shop turning a wrench or something. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. I get along really good with people like this. It's, It's such an important principle. I think
0: another principle, and... This is one again that you talk about a lot is the team. Mm-hmm. One of the interesting things for me, I grew up playing team sports, you know, baseball and basketball and some of those things. So, team was something that I understood. Yeah. Went into the Marine Corps, I understood the team. Jiu jitsu was, it was so such a weird concept that we call it a team. Yeah. Because it's very individual in the yeah, moment. Yeah. But without the team, you don't, <laughs> you don't make you it. Don't, you don't have it. <laughs> uh, can you talk about that a little bit? Just sure. How, how you can have something so individual? It is, but how important the team is in spite is, of that. Yeah,
1: I, I'd love to talk about this. I don't talk about this people enough, but it is a living dichotomy. Okay, um, jiu-jitsu is a—it's uh, many things. It can be a sport, an art, whatever. However you use it, but nobody can train alone. Right. Okay. This this COVID distance learning stuff is laughable. Really, <laughs> like uh, I, you know, I felt bad. A lot of friends lost their academies forever. And uh, some of them were trying to do, like, the Zoom training and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that works for, like, a week. Yeah, right, right. Okay, but you're in a room by yourself. You have and, to have resistance to really yeah, learn. It's yeah. I mean, that's what separates jiu-jitsu from a lot of martial arts, right? Um, so in, in one respect, uh, we need other people. But when you go and do it, it's just you. Right? So I think like you have like a supporting cast hmm. that, that you kind of hone your technique yeah. with. You have mentors. You have people to practice on. Uh, you have people that teach you lessons one way or another, literally. Um, but unlike other academic sports or collegiate sports, like a, something with a ball, you take the ball away. There is definitely no more yeah. activity. Right. There's no more football. There's no more basketball. There's no more baseball. But jiu-jitsu, you keep it with you no matter where you go. Right, you're ready, you know. Yeah. With these these instinctive techniques you've developed over years, um, so I, yeah, there's a lot of irony in that. We call it a team. You need people, so I guess it's a team. You support one another, and you you get good by training with one another. Uh, but when you actually do it, it's just you. Yeah. So, but is that really so different than like gymnastics? You watch someone go out on the floor; they're doing it by themselves. Right? Yeah. You know, but they got good training with a team, so I suppose it's the same. But uh, definitely, I I have been exposed to classes of seventy plus just this week. People are like, "Oh, do you have a seminar?" No, no, it's just a class. You know? <laughs> right. But then just another day, yeah. Like the late class, like the eight p.m. classes. There's like six to eight guys in there I love those classes too because we can cover a lot of stuff and um, I think diversity is good yeah it's really easy for people in the jiu-jitsu community especially like at our academy where we offer a variety of things to find a little bubble and get comfortable in that bubble you know um, some people can only train 4.30 in the morning yeah and everybody's like, oh, those guys are nuts, but, you know, it works because for them. Because they are. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think it is. I, I always say, uh, you know, they're like, oh, you woke up, you came to class. Like, no, I stayed awake. <laughs> and went to just class. Just to visit you guys. Yeah, right. Now I'm going to go home and go to sleep and get up in three hours. So, <laughs> um, But, yeah, some of those guys can only do that. On the rare occasion that they get out of that class and come to, like, an evening class, they're just like, whoa, mm. what's going on? But then, you know, once in a while, like one of the guys that goes to the big classes goes to that class and they have the best time,
0: yeah.
1: you know. So I think diversity is good. Everything in jiu-jitsu is about challenges and diversity and uh, honing your reaction to a lot of different things that are unpredictable, right? And then eventually those unpredictable things become a little more predictable. Right. And that's where you, uh, you stay a step ahead of the other person, yeah. you know. And I, I love it. I love... I love seeing, this is a little sadistic, I love seeing somebody athletic and new and strong come into the academy and maybe they're used to, I don't know, wrestlers sometimes are like this, or just people that are tough, you know? Yeah. And they get put on their back and they're facing like this, <laughs> and they're freaking out, and they're crying, you know? And part of it, I'm like entertained a little bit, because that was that guy too, yeah, sure, you know? sure, sure. But then... The, the good part is after the round is over, you go over there and say, you're okay. right? Don't worry. We're going to teach you how to do that. And right. then, then they're like, yeah. yeah. You have one or two reactions, right? Uh, the first time I trained, I got beat up by a guy who, like comes up to hear on me. You either fall in love with it yep. or you hate it. Yep. You know, I fell in love with it. I was like, well, I want to learn all this stuff. Yeah. And you do. It's available to anybody that wants to learn. Um, so I, I like seeing people have those moments where the light bulb goes off and they yeah. become attracted to the reality of I don't know anything, but I can learn. Yep. And then um, the thing I didn't expect going through the motions over the years of uh, safeguarding our our little bubble of training and it becoming a school and then it became something that I owned and ran. Then even beyond that to other areas of this team that we have that's worldwide. I, I help on a lot of levels. Right. Um, it's the same process, just on a bigger scale. Like I, I started to see where people um needed jujitsu in their life and, and the whole like quarantine thing, like people were asking me, like, Professor, are you gonna shut the school down? Are you gonna close? I'm like, Man, if you wanna train, come train, you know, assume the risk. And like, Oh, thank God. Yeah. Because they need it in their life. They finally found something. It's it's not a it's not a cure. Okay. Jiu-jitsu is not a cure for things, but it really helps as a coping mechanism. Yep. You know, it really helps um, reset the brain. Yep. You can't think about all the, the stresses we have yeah. throughout the day. You got to forget them. Or you yeah, got to focus. Choked, and choked the struggle yeah. is so important. Yeah, and it teaches you that you can overcome yeah. a lot of things we don't think we can. So, like, when you, you get out from under that 300-pound guy that's smashing you, <laughs> right. and, and you're like, I'm just going to tap. I'm just going to No, I'm not going to tap. I'm going to get out. Yeah. And then you actually get yeah. out, and you're like, ah! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I survived it. Yeah, that's a very positive reinforcement, <laughs> yes. you know? You, you, that's how you build people up, Yeah, in my opinion. Like, you can do it. That's you know? great. Yeah.
0: I, I've seen... You know, in adults, you see the confidence grow, but certainly with kids, watching the kids, mm-hmm. they learn these things and they realize—sponges, man—I know something that can really help me. And oh yeah, just the confidence in their life is incredible, and
1: they start helping other kids and start helping other kids. just by good nature. Yeah, Uh without even having to be told to do it. Like I'll, I'll just say, "Hey, this is Mike. He's new. And yeah, come on, buddy. They yeah, put their arm right. around, and then they, they just go and do what we do." Yeah. And yeah, you want to get teared up at yep. that. And, and like, um, I think jiu is a perfect activity for, like, um, antisocial, nerdy, geeky kind of guys. I was one of those guys. <laughs> There's a lot of them over there. Yeah, we do, and they're yep. all killers. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, they'll yeah. kill you with a smile. And, that's awesome. Yeah.
0: Um, so coming to a conclusion, mm-hmm. if there is a thing, you know, a principle – for life, maybe drawn from jujitsu or just your own life, mm-hmm. you you'd say, or you would say to someone, you've got to have this in order to keep going. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, life's going to knock you down. You're not going to get back up. You've got to have this. What yeah. is that? What is that thing?
1: Okay, it's two things that are really one thing for me. Don't waste time because we don't have a lot of mm-hmm.
0: it. You know?
1: it's it's true. Like the older we get, the more we this comes into focus. We realize that. You know. Uh, time is our most precious commodity. So try not to waste time. And and the more you sit on your butt, you know, the more time you're wasting. That's right. Right. It's true. Yeah. Um, we have opportunities that present themselves to us. And every time we, we just take it for granted or, or we don't take advantage of it, we've wasted our time. Yeah. And we've kind of like... You know, backhanded life in the yeah, face. but you know, your life is time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you never get it back. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I would say, make the best use of your time. Yeah. Yeah. And do the most you can. Uh, it it runs out, and all of us are only ever going to go so far, but you don't know how far that is until you're out of it. Yeah, that's right. So that that motivates me. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's yeah. good. We waste so much time. Yeah. I used to miss the school bus every morning <laughs> until I started realizing the consequences. So to get up, oh, I'm going to miss the bus. <laughs> so. Well, a lot of people <laughs> just just cash in a year, right? Oh, dude. They said, well, everything's locked down. I'm just not going to do anything. Yeah, they do. It's a waste of time. It's they a do. year gone. I would I would rather live, uh, you know, through adversity yep. than be complacent and, and die. It's you know? awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Very good. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you it. so much.
0: What a great conversation. Uh, man, so glad Tom would take a few minutes and stop by and share those principles with us. If you're interested in the work that he is doing, maybe you're interested in the school, a couple of places that you can look, uh, go to the website, Gracie com, or on Instagram, you can find uh, tons of pictures and updates, a lot of information about the academy and about... The work that Tom is doing. And you'll find that on Instagram, Carlson Gracie Team. A lot of Carlson Gracie Academies out there uh, across the country. The one locally here to us is Carlson Gracie Team. Uh, I'd invite you to go and check that out. Uh, man, it's amazing to me every time I hear principles from one place <laughs> and understand how they apply to life. And Tom is so good at breaking this down for us. So many of the principles learned in Jiu Jitsu. And for those of you that, that haven't trained Jiu Jitsu, It's unlike anything you've ever done. Do yourself a favor, try it out. Uh, You'll learn some things about yourself, I promise. (laughs) Uh, You learn a skill, but then that skill is is put to work and put to the test. Uh, But you learn these principles. You learn things like I need to decide before the difficulty whether or not I'm going to continue. That's a life principle. Jiu jitsu gets hard, life is hard. Decide now that you're going to keep moving forward. When you get knocked down, that's not the time to quit. That's the time to fight and to get back up. Keep moving forward. When you set out to win, and it's easier in sport to understand, this is when I win, but you set out to win, maybe you don't get everything that you thought you were going to get, everything that you had hoped for. Uh, Maybe instead of winning, you actually lose. That's okay. There are some things to learn that you can apply to the next time and keep moving forward. Don't give up. So many people do. Surround yourself with a good team. Uh, It takes a team to learn and to grow and to develop. Uh, So many things in life are individual. It comes right down to you making a decision to go. But you've got to have the right people around you to get you there. So many other principles. Man, grateful for Tom and uh, his insight on those things. Check out the website. Check out the Instagram page. You'll be glad that you did. Again, if you have not yet subscribed to the feed, on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. Please do that. Uh, Also, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, you can subscribe there and hit the notification bell. That lets you know when more content comes online. I put all kinds of stuff on there for you to take a look at, and I would encourage you to do that. Follow me on social media as well. It's just my name on just about every social media platform. You can find it. uh, Go check it out, and I would love to share that with you. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Talk to you next time.